You're listening to Those Girls with Arthritis podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm Becca. Through this podcast, we hope to give a more personal view into life with chronic illnesses. Share with us, learn with us, and grow with us. Welcome to Those Girls with Arthritis. Hey guys, welcome back to Those Girls with Arthritis. This is Bree, and as always, I'm here with my co-host, Becca. Hey y'all, it's Becca here and excited for another week with you, Bree. Yes, so um, before we dive into this week's episode, we just want to recap on everything from last week. We talked about accommodations with with work and school and we heard from a few of our followers and listeners um, about some of their experiences with accommodations after they heard our episode they shared with us too. Yes and I thought it was really interesting Erin actually shared with us that she was a former section 504 case manager so when you hear people say the 504 plan she kind of helped with managing that Um, One part that she mentioned in her comments that I thought was extremely helpful was if you have difficulty with writing due to your arthritis, arthritis, wow, arthritis, (laughs) you can make sure you have accommodations like extended time for testing, like the SAT and ACT. And I was just talking to Brie, I'm like, oh, like I know last week's episode, I like was kind of beating myself up a little bit. And even, I didn't even tell you this yet, Brie, but my mom was like, hello, I tried to get that plan for you I had that for you and you didn't want it and I'm like I just blocked that out I had no idea and obviously you know the writing was huge for me so being able to have had that extended time would have been so nice and it is included in the plan so yes I'm just learning more and more about yes a lot of the times things that are included in your official 504 plan um, you can have it written to be included for standardized tests as well, and they can request it for SAT and ACT. So um, I was able to have extra time, and when they still had like the writing portion of the SAT required, I used a laptop for writing. Um, and also because I found Scantron bubbles to be so difficult to like fill in at times, oh, for I sure. just went through, was able to just go through the test book and circle my answers. Um, and somebody like my guidance counselor or something like that went through afterwards and filled in the Scantron bubbles for me. So um, just keep all of that in mind. And then um, let's see. Lex gave some tips about for college specifically. Um, she received first floor dorm priority, Ooh. transportation to class, priority registration, which I know we kind of talked about. But if she could prove that she bought her books, they would provide her with the online versions. Wow. And I, she mentioned these, there's always accommodations you don't think about, but they're all helpful. And I yeah. could not agree more. Yeah. It's nice to kind of hear. And if you're in that stage of your life, I really hope that that helps you kind of know, you know, what you can and cannot be accommodated for. It sounds like a lot of people are able to get things that will just help them overall, which is just great to hear. Sometimes you just don't think to ask. And that's why this episode, that episode last week was so important to me was um, maybe you didn't realize you could get accommodations at school um, or at work. And hopefully we sparked some ideas and are able you're able to get some accommodations that will make it a little bit easier for you day to day but just a reminder again that we 
go live usually almost every <laughs> Tuesday on Instagram at 8 p.m. The last few times we've had some technical difficulties. Instagram's being whack with the new um, like update for Instagram lives. I appreciate the fact that you say it's Instagram because it's it totally is Instagram. me. I don't know what I'm doing. I promise everyone like and even some of my friends were messaging me and I'm like I'm trying. I'm gonna get with Brie and I'm gonna show her what I'm doing and hopefully she can help correct me but it's fun but to it is go ever on there. But we were fine before. It's been ever since Instagram added it so you could have five people now. Ever since they did that. Because we did it for a few weeks, fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. So I still don't think it's Becca. I think it's Instagram, but we'll see. (laughs) Well, I appreciate the support, (laughs) but I think it's just kind of a fun time that if you guys are free and able and are on Instagram, that you can jump with us, chat with us, let us know how your week is going. We always kind of briefly chat on something that, you know, we might have forgotten about or something we enjoy talking about. And as always, we love seeing where everyone is from. Yes. So cool to see international listeners. Um, And then a fun announcement. Next week, we're having our second Warrior Wednesday episode. But this one's with the first, like, guest that isn't Becca or I. So we're bringing on a friend of ours, Kelsey. And she's going to be sharing her experience as a chronic illness warrior. Um, Her first diagnosis was Crohn's. And she has uh, a few others that have been added along the way in her journey. But so be sure to tune in next Wednesday. It's not going to be the normal Tuesday episode. It's going to be on Wednesday. Um, we chat with her and she shares a lot of her story about um, what that was like being diagnosed in high school and starting a family. And she shares a lot of interesting things. And I learned a lot about Crohn's um, in general. She shared a lot of valuable information. So be sure to listen to that. Yes, we are so excited to have her be our first guest. Um, I know we are personal friends with her, so it's kind of good to test out how we want to set up this Warrior Wednesday series. Thank you to everyone who's already filled out the forms. We promise we're reaching out to everyone and trying to get people scheduled because we just think it's so important, even though we're those girls with arthritis. I cannot say arthritis today, but (laughs) we, you know, that there are other warriors in this chronic illness community that... It's just great to hear their story and kind of learn from them and everything kind of intertwines somehow. So it's good to be able to learn from others, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, But getting into this week's episode, so we are going to be reading letters that we wrote to our younger selves. So like almost as if we could time travel back to the day or time period where we were diagnosed with arthritis um, and give ourselves some points of advice and things to look out for, um, words of encouragement. So we are going to read those letters to ourselves and um, hopefully it just gives you a little bit of motivation that you need today or this week or whenever you're listening to this. Um, So let's get into it. Dear Brianna, I know that this diagnosis process has been quite overwhelming and most of all confusing. No one seems to be able to answer any of your questions and you feel like no one is listening. I know that right now you feel the loneliest you have ever felt, but I'm writing to you from 10 years in the future and want you to know it won't always be this way. Here are my best pieces of advice for you in the coming years. One, take things one day at a time. Right now there is so much unknown in your life and that can seem really scary. 
but trust me, it will be a lot less daunting if you take it one day at a time. There will be days, maybe even weeks, where you just want to stay in bed, where you feel like you can't keep fighting this, but hold on to the hope that each day is a new day, a fresh start. You will find a great deal of happiness in your life despite living with a chronic illness, but there will be a lot of dark moments along the way. Hold on to those pockets of sunshine for when things get hard. Two, not everyone will understand what you are going through. Frankly, not everyone will even believe you. Unfortunately, this is just the reality of living with an invisible chronic illness. Keep advocating for yourself in the classroom, at your doctor's visits, and throughout everyday life. Three, keep following your dreams. Pretty soon, you will be applying to colleges and deciding what to do in the future. You might have a gut feeling telling you to go to Florida. Do it. This will be the best decision you ever make. Four, make the most of every moment. You will soon discover how important it is to savor the glorious, pain-free, or low-pain-level days. Make the most of these days or moments. Be careful not to overdo it, but enjoy your life to the fullest when you can. 5. You are not alone. Although it feels like it right now, you will soon find a whole community of arthritis warriors. Reach out to the Arthritis Foundation. They will show you the true meaning of support, community, and advocacy. Now, here are some things to look forward to. You don't know it yet, but you have the most incredible, supportive family. They will stand with you through it all. In college and beyond, you will find the best friends you always searched for and dreamed of, the girls who will be your bridesmaids. You will fall in love, and there will be a day where the biggest stress is picking the color of your bridesmaid dresses and cake flavors. There is so much good stuff coming your way. But life is a roller coaster, remember that. It is full of so many ups and downs, twists and turns. Just buckle in and hold on tight. You got this, girl. Dear Becca, today is the day you are diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. I know you are confused, scared, and just don't want to deal with it. But as your future self, I want to give you some advice and give you some things to look forward to. You know all the time and energy you spend practicing and playing soccer and basketball? Well, guess what? It pays off. In fifth grade, you're going to make the all-star basketball team with Katie. And of course, dad was coaching, but I promise it wasn't because of him that you got to be on the all-star team. The other coaches in the league felt like you deserved to make the team, and they voted you and Katie on together. And then in sixth grade, you're going to make the middle school girls soccer team. You're going to have some difficulty with your doctor determining if you're going to play or not, but keep pushing and keep playing. The older you get, they're going to make you decide between both sports, but don't give up. One of my biggest regrets as your older self was picking one sport over the other. I won't tell you which one you picked because you need to figure it out, but I promise you if you keep giving it your all, you'll be able to balance both. You are stronger than you think. Your coaches and teammates are going to look at you differently, and that is okay. I'm sure you're confused at why I'm saying that, but you just got to trust me. Be confident and upfront with your diagnosis so there's no confusion moving forward with anyone involved. Some of the girls on the team just aren't going to understand 
but who cares? Your friends will stay loyal to you and help you every step of the way. And of course, your family will be at every game to cheer you on. Mom and dad make sure to make it to every game, even if you don't start. But don't let those who do not know what you're going through tear you down. This next part, you're going to roll your eyes at me, but don't roll them too hard. But mom is right. She will fight to get you accommodations in school and you better use them. Don't be naive and know even though you're strong enough, it's okay to ask for help an extra time. As you get older, mom will not be able to fight your battles for you all the time and you'll need to start using your voice to get those accommodations you need. I'm sure you're probably also thinking about your love life. Guess what? You are engaged and marrying the man of your dreams, Michael. You have a puppy together named Biscuit, just like the books you love to read. You're going to go through your crazy boy loving stage. And don't worry, all of your friends will be going through it too. But the older you get, do not get upset if there is someone who doesn't understand. Michael is kind and patient, makes you laugh so hard, sometimes you pee your pants. And I'm sorry, but that is never going to go away. You know it runs in the family. You're going to be with some really shitty guys and think you love someone who checks off your wish list, but ultimately will let you down. Just know once you meet Michael, everything will change and you'll find your forever best friend and a love I know you cannot even imagine. You are so lucky and so blessed to have some great people in your life. Between your friends and family, you are truly loved. But this piece you really need to listen to. I know you are strong and outgoing and independent, but you need to lean on your sisters. Riley and Hillary think the world of you, and you need to show them that you think of them the same way too. Don't guard yourself so much that they are afraid to talk to you about your diagnosis. The more you open up to them, the more they will help you. Yes, they will never understand or relate, but they want to learn and they want to help you grow. And you need to be there helping them grow too. You will be each other's biggest cheerleaders in life and friends will come and go, but your sisters will always be there. And same with mom and dad too. Your family loves you very much. I know that everything's confusing right now, but just remember you are strong, you are valued, and you are a warrior. You got this. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Becca and I's letters to our younger selves. Like I said, we hope it provides you with some inspiration for this week or if you are younger listening to this and wondering what your future might look like, um, just keep moving forward because and pushing towards your dreams and goals because you never know um, what could happen or really where your life's headed and just keep going. Um, we did ask our Instagram followers to share some things that they would like to have liked to tell their younger selves. So we wanted to share some of those now. Yes. So Brooke started off with saying they won't believe you, but keep pushing. It's worth it. And I know we really touched on that in our letters to ourselves that you need to just keep pushing and you need to be strong. And I think that's definitely the best advice I could give to myself in the past compared to now. And then Ash also said, allow yourself to go through all the emotions and grieving process of your old slash healthy life. And then you are not alone. Reach out to the Arthritis Foundation ASAP. And I guess the first part of that, Ash, that you shared, allowing yourself to go through those emotions, what a testimony. Like that is exactly what I think you need to do is that 
you can't compare, especially later in life as you're getting diagnosed, you can't compare your old healthy self to who you are now. Like you're the same person and yes, you had like a pre-diagnosis stage and a post one, however you want to view that. But just really know that, you know, those emotions you're feeling are you know, valid and you're allowed to feel that way and you shouldn't feel guilty for feeling that way. And then the reaching out to the Arthritis Foundation, I think is so important. I know I didn't even put this in my letter, Brie, but one of the other things I regret a lot is not getting that involved with the Arthritis Foundation growing up. They have grown and so much has changed since I was first diagnosed. I know you were able to go to some JA camps and stuff and I wish I didn't like turn my nose up at the camps or that sort of thing and like really just dove into what the Arthritis Foundation had to offer. And I know a lot of the times you can get some scholarships and sponsorships and that sort of stuff to be able to go to these camps. So I love that idea about getting involved with the foundation because, you know, they just have so much endless amount of resources for you, especially more and more as the years go on. And then Kayla C. said, things won't magically get better. You need to work hard and give it time. And this is definitely true. I know for a lot of the rheumatoid arthritis medications, it does take some time for things like that to kick in. But just stay positive, stay motivated, and keep moving forward and just taking it one day at a time. Kat said, don't hate yourself. It's okay to have hard days. Those don't define you. And this is so true. Um... Don't let your hard days define you. Don't let your illness define you. And I kind of said this in my letter a little bit, but just taking things one day at a time has been really helpful for me. And then Emma said, rest and don't be afraid of mobility aids. Your health is more important than fear of what others may think. I think this is a great point. And I also would add to that, that don't be afraid to ask for help Um, That kind of falls into not being afraid of what others may think. If you need to take a rest day, if you need extra time to complete an assignment or something like that, don't be afraid to speak up for yourself and ask for help. Finally, Joyful365 said, the disease doesn't define me, it's simply part of me. And you have to remember that, just based on what she said, you have to remember that you're still the same person you were before your diagnosis. Might Your life might look a little bit different now. Um, you can still have the same goals, have the same dreams, just the path getting there might look a little bit different with your chronic illness depending on how it's affecting your life, but it doesn't define you and you still can have a fulfilling and amazing life despite your chronic illness. Well, that about wraps up today's Letter to Me episode. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in their advice that they wish they could tell their younger selves um, from when, back to when they were diagnosed or even just if that was a year ago. Um, For Becca and I, it was both over 10 years ago, so it was kind of fun for us to look back and write those letters to ourselves, um, thinking about what we wish we could have told younger us but be sure to tune in um every tuesday on instagram we'll be going live together and talking about the week's episode giving just personal life updates if anything exciting is happening and then be sure to look out for next week's 
special episode. We're not going to be having a normal Tuesday episode, but we'll be having our first special guest on the podcast. We're having Kelsey as our first Warrior Wednesday. She is a Crohn's warrior and has a few other chronic illnesses as well, but we're very excited to share her story on on our podcast. So be sure to listen next Wednesday to that episode. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you never miss an episode. We encourage you to share our podcast with others. And if you enjoyed listening today, please make sure to let us know. We always want to hear from our listeners. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Those Girls With Arthritis.